great. We welcome you and greet you this morning. We are um, going to be doing our our video messages a little bit shortened, so we try to give you as much possibility to, to download and not let you use a lot of data. So there's going to be no worship music added in the next season when we're doing these video messages, just to help you. Obviously, we're not meeting in January, and so um, the church office, though, will be open, and you have access to us. The church support is available to do my contact if you want to have us support you in whatever way it is possible. So we'd love to do that. Then we want to greet the guys up at the Falls, the Falls Church. Welcome. Um, it's great to have you too as well. And we're looking forward to a good time this morning. Besides the normal word that we will have, um, there's also an opportunity for you to give. So please rush quickly and come bring your offering. No, you can't. Um, the normal facilities are available. Internet transfers. If you would like for us to help you in terms of swiping, do make contact with us, please, so that we can help you with those things. And, and then obviously cash available. If you want to make um, cash available in terms of a gift and an offering, please contact us and we will help you to make that possible. So praise the Lord for that. Let's pray. I trust the Lord for a good morning. Father, we thank you just that we can meet in spite of all these restrictions in the country and worldwide for that matter. We thank you that your word is still alive and still real. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that in this time of just sharing your word, um, that you will use it to impact our lives. And Lord God, that we will see it accomplish that which you have set it out to do. We trust you for it. We pray, Lord God, I just pray for myself. I thank you that you will help me to communicate this effectively. And, uh, and trust, Lord God, that your word will reach deep into our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So earlier this week, when we did a similar kind of recording, we spoke about the fact that um, we don't want to let the situation of lockdown um, cause us to actually be locked in terms of our thinking. And, and we said we're not in a prison, but we don't want to be imprisoned by the situation around us. And so we, we kind of want to carry on a little bit on that vein this morning. And hence the, the, the choice for this venue is going to be used to, dis, to illustrate a little bit of of that heart today. Our venue today is simply a chapel here at Nesbitt Castle in Bulawayo. For those of you that know, know where Bulawayo is, just go onto the map, you'll find it. But inside of Bulawayo, there's a beautiful castle called Nesbitt Castle. And this is a chapel that is frequently used for something specific that I would like to talk to you about. But in the midst of this lockdown thing, there are decisions that we need to make. So what often happens at this chapel, particularly here behind me, is that couples would come and they would make a commitment and they would make a promise to one another promise to god often and promise to one another and say i will love you this way i will do this and whatever it may be that they will say there's a i do involved and 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 i want to use that kind of line of i will to illustrate something and it will come from a simple portion of chip of scripture in in the book of psalms Psalm 66, where we're going to read from a few verses. And, and in that, we're going to try to help us understand that there's an I will involved. That in this time of lockdown, I feel God is saying, saying to us, what is the I will? What is the commitment that, that you need to make? And so we're going to read some things together. Simple title of the message this morning, I'm going to go down to pick it up, is this. It says, I will. I want to encourage you to consider that as we go through our sermon this morning. What is the I will that God may challenge you with at the end of the day? Anyway, 
Psalm 66, David writes the following things, and uh, just incredible um, contrast between two things. And the first portion of what we're going to be reading, he's going to talk about severe testing and trial and difficulty. And then he's going, to, he's going to take us to a place where there's a strong and mature response made by him, in spite of all these things that he's facing. So Psalm 66 verse 10 says the following. Um, I'm going to read it to you. It says, For you, O God, have tested us. <laughs> How's that? Lovely word to read. Hey? You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid a crushing burden on our backs. You let men ride over our heads. And we went through fire and through water. And so quite interesting how he illustrates some of the things that they, and even referring to the nation of Israel, what they have gone through. First thing he says is that God tests us and he takes us through trials. And I want to say to you, he does that to, to produce something beautiful in us. The tests are never meant to destroy us, but they're there to build us. Peter writes the following in 1 Peter 1. He says in verse 6, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus. So there's a great um, product that comes from this process of testing. The second thing that David says is that in verse 11, it talks about a net that's brought into the context and a crashing burden that's laid on our backs. Beautiful word to receive, isn't it? <laughs> but the net here can refer to a place of captivity. Uh, it may not mean that people are captives, but it's just you go into a place of captivity, but you're not captive. And that's what we spoke about earlier this week, that we may be in a prison environment, but we're not shackled because God has come to set us free. The shackles could be in our mind. And so this is very clear that David is saying, even though these things are happening, there's something better to come. The next thing that it talks about in verse 12, it says, Yeah, men are riding... Um, over the heads of others. And it says here, you let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. Again, a very testing thing. Where it seems like they had been quite oppressed by people around them and situations in their lives. People riding over their heads could refer to being subdued by others. Being forced to obey others. Water and fire simply referring to the nature of the challenges they went through. All sorts of not so many positive things, but negative stuff. Though there's a promise that we find in Isaiah 43 verse 2 that talks about this whole water and fire thing. It says, but when you pass through the waters, God promising, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. What a beautiful promise that in spite of all these things, God says, this is my commitment to you. And then in verse 12b, it ends this kind of negative area with the following. It says, yet, in spite of all this, you have brought us out to a place of abundance. And the Hebrew word is the word revaya, which really means a place of saturation, a place of abundance. In spite of all this stuff, God brings us through to a place of saturation, where his goodness is enough. So, May I ask you, is it possible that God would be on the way to get us to a certain place? That as we go through these things that we are currently experiencing, that He wants us to go and find a place of saturation 
in Him. Not necessarily in a material or in a physical sense, but certainly in a spiritual nature. The author, David, here seems to, in the midst of all of these things, make the following promises. And that's where the I will comes in today. And he makes these commitments. He says, in verse 13 onward, he makes four commitments. He says, I will come into your house, verse 13a. And really that, for me, indicates that I'm not going to run from God. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed perhaps by all these things, but I'm not running away from God. I'm not running away from who He is. I'm not turning my heart against Him. I'm not despising Him and blaming Him for all these things. I'm not stopping with bringing my worship to Him. Because the house of the Lord in that context would often speak about a place of worship. So for us it will mean I'm not going to stop bringing my worship to God. I'm not going to walk away from what his house refers to. That also means I'm not going to walk away from other people, other believers. I'm not going to walk away from the church at this time. I'm going to be safe, faithful. I will, in this context will be, I will come into your house. I will stay loyal and I will stay connected to you and to your people. The next promise he makes is, I will perform my vows to you. Verse 13b and to verse 14, he talks about these things. And he promises, the things that I had done or I promised you earlier, God, I'm not going to let go of that. And I don't know where you may be, my friend, is that things have become tight and tough and difficult. And we, went, we made promises to God some time ago, months, years ago. We were in a time where we shouldn't let go of those promises. I will, should be, I endeavor to keep my vows to you, oh God. I will not let go of what I had said and promise to you earlier in my life. The third promise that David makes is, is he says, is, I will offer to you burnt offerings of fattened animals. And I will make an offering of bulls and goats. So you don't need to go and kill any animal now. The point is this, that he was saying, I will make sacrifices for you. And he's prepared to do and to give what is necessary to God. Maybe that's a challenge for us too, is to say, God, at this time, I will, and I promise that I will not hold on to my own comfort and my own resources and my own time. I will give to you what belongs to you. Where we are challenged to kind of separate ourselves from people, and I understand that, but we will not stop from sacrificing what could benefit and could help others. The best way to offer to Him is to give our best to Him. Your best could just be your time, your simple resources, your effort of reaching out to others, and your effort of reaching out and loving others. Our time, our energy, whatever it may be. The last thing that I want to challenge you with, it says in verse 16, David makes this promise. He says, I will tell what he has done for my soul. In other words, he's saying, I will tell of what you have done. I will continue to talk about you. I will not bemoan my situation. I will talk about God. I will talk favorably about God. And so often we, we the questions are asked, where is God in the midst of all of these things? And people complain to God and, and about God in this. And this is not a time to do that. This is a time to say, in spite of all this stuff, I'll keep my vows. But I will continue to talk about him and say, he is in control. He will bring us through. He will help us at this time. One of the best fruit that we can have is to talk about God and his faithfulness and not to complain about our circumstances. So I want to leave this with you. 
I want to bring this up and ask you today, whenever you're watching this, please go read Psalm 66, and particularly from verse 13 to 16, and look at the I wills that perhaps are pertinent to your life today. What area of life do you need to recommit yourself to? What is the, a commitment that you perhaps have never made to God? Take time. We're going to be sending you the notes. And look at these I will areas. Look at which area is relevant for you today. Consider the importance of commitment. We're here at a place where probably hundreds of people have come through and they've made a commitment to one another. We want to use this to challenge you to make a commitment to God. A possible recommitment at this time. Where a lot of things around us are not ideal. And you're challenged with these things. But in the midst of that, David said, I will. Four areas, he said, I will. Maybe there are more areas that you feel challenged with today in your heart as you listen and watch this and, and read through the notes. I want to ask you to take some time to do that. And if you're part of King City and, and, and part of the Falls Church and, and you feel one, you want to share with us just some of the commitments that you've made, why don't you WhatsApp us to uh, the numbers that you have, our church admin number or, or to any other number that you feel would be relevant for you to be able to share what the commitment is that you are making. So we can support you in that and pray with you and, and walk you through the commitment that you're making. We're in a time where I believe and I will is very, very important. And so don't become overwhelmed by the stuff around you. In the midst of it, stop and consider the I wills that you need to make and keep to them. And if you need people around you to help you in that, obviously we want to be there for you and stand with you. So God bless you. Let's pray together. And trust the Lord to help us in our wills at this time. Father, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you that in the midst of difficulties, Lord God, and, and challenging moments, that you are with us. But I also thank you, Father, that there's a response required from us. And I pray for us as your church, Lord God, that we will be ready to say an, a yes to you in this time. And that it will include an I will commitment to you. As David was challenged, he came out with an I will and various areas of his life. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will help us as your church to have the I wills ready that are needed at this time to say to you, Lord God, I will love you. I will follow you. I will not complain. I will be obedient to you. I will sacrifice unto you. I will not just towards you, but towards others too. I pray, Holy Spirit. Please help us as your people to be faithful with every I will that is required of us at this time. Pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll continue to see you on this platform or at least next month.